Yay, I can I can use commands again. He has been summoned. <laughs> he is here. He has been summoned. Oh my god, we now are I have now to talking. tell you about the batshit insane takes I've heard in the recent, like, month or so. <laughs> Welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. I am your co-host, Rain, and I am here with Messy. Um, we took like a short break from recording because I was like, I, I didn't feel well last week. Um, but you wouldn't know that because we are recording in advance, like a month in advance. <laughs> yeah. And now, also, Messi all of us has are things to say. tired and stressed from, I think all of us started up school again. So, whoa, I guess. Yeah. Um, for context, gonna... this is being recorded on the 17th of September. Yeah. Uh, so, hold on, I have to pull up my phone for one of these really bad garbage takes because I saved a screenshot of it. But I'm going to start with the first one, um, which, uh, I'm not going to name names because that'd be rude. So everyone here Yes, please don't name names. I don't want to get in trouble. If I do accidentally name a name, like, bleep it out or something, Yeah, I will. So, I'm on- hold on. Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. (laughs) Those are Messy's birds. Uh, yeah, in order for voice mod to work, I have to keep the sound suppression on standard or lower, and that means my mm. birds can can be picked up by my microphone. Yes, I'm talking <laughs> about you, my little sweeties. Yes. If they start screaming, I apologize. Um, so I'm on the <laughs> server, and there is this person, and they were reading through more than meets the eye or you decide to get loud right as i start freaking talking (laughs) okay we're gonna have to hopefully are they like super duper loud to the point where i can't be heard or is it just like background noise you can still be heard it's just background noise uh this episode will just be the special where your birds can be heard oh this might be a special oh this might be become like a constant thing because in order for the soundboard to work uh fucking oh yeah if it doesn't work then like the sounds won't fully come over discord for some reason i wish there was a way Mm, around that but there isn't i'll try to edit it out uh when i edit i do hopefully i'll be able to edit that out crisp on my computer computer but i don't like the actual application because the sound i know the sound suppression is through crisp but whatever anyway um garbage takes yeah, garbage takes. They were reading through more than meets the eye and lost light. Oh boy! I would just like to add on and saying that they really liked rung. Like they were, they really, really liked rung. And um, <laughs> my boy, uh, I really like rung. Yeah, he's my boy. He is. He is a very nice. I like rung a lot. He, I know he's basically Jero's like self insert, but who cares? Cause like uh, I find it really funny that he says insert. Jero, Jero, why does this mean Rung is British? Does he talk with a British accent? Cause Jero's from Britain. Uh, I think um Jero like 
uh, wrote the characters in More Than Meets the Eye and Lost Light as having oh, yeah. British accents. Yeah, because um, Thunder Clash uh, is supposed to have a southern British accent. Oh my god. Oh yeah, and I think they on occasion have used like British slang or stuff, or like sometimes the spelling would yes. be like gray and gray, or like spelled like gray with an A. I think is American, but you you're, but in Britain you spelled with an E. So that's how I spell it. I don't remember. I might be getting it mixed up, but I think in Britain it's spelled. No, with yeah, an e. you're right. You're right. Gray with an A is like in the United States, and gray with an E is how you spell it in uh, in England. But that's how I spell color. it because. Um, I, I did learn English in the United States, but like other words, I mostly, um, I, I kind of like picked up words on the internet and some people are from Britain. So I picked up words and spellings from Britain. Yeah. That's why, that's why sometimes I sound weird. I tried, I, I like, I have three accents in my brain, British, American, and Mexican. So it's like... <laughs> You never know what accent I'm gonna have. Yeah, but anyway, this person we got off topic because that's gonna yeah. happen. Um, Oops! Thank God I'm medicated this time because I think last time I wasn't medicated. Yeah, you weren't medicated um, last time. That's because I didn't fucking have. I I think last time like I didn't actually have a whole lot of medication left, and I just got more recently. And this time this mm. stuff works. Woohoo! Anyway, this person. Got to the part where they're on Swerth, and yeah. they see what Tailgate's hollow form is. And this is how oh, I know. Oh no! I think I know what this take is. Yeah, yeah. A uh, little bit of trigger warning. Uh, they accuse J-Row of being a Gruber, even though it's been pre-established that the hollow forms are not meant to be taken seriously at all and are not actually indicative of any of their ages, like. I think the first time they're brought out, um, Rung's, like, freaking, like, identity card said he called him a Mary Sue. Um, yeah. Rodimus is not clearly, first... uh, like, an, like, a reference to Back to the Future to, um, Marty McFly, because he, he looks like yeah. he's wearing the same outfit as Marty McFly. Like, freaking, You're not supposed like... to take them seriously. Yeah, some of, and, like... Some of the, some of, like, the, the masculine presenting Transformers have... Feminine presenting holoforms. Yeah, we, yeah I, Cyclonus is like a Victorian era woman. Yeah. Which and, is really uh, And the thing with um, Tailgate's holoform is that it's supposed to be a joke that he's naive like a child, yeah. but he's not yeah, actually he's, a child. Yeah, he's not actually. He's as he's as old as Cyclonus, I think. He, yeah, he's around the same age. They're like from the same era. The only yeah, thing is, he's older that than Ratchet. Fell into a hole. For, yeah, it was asleep for six million years. But like, Transformers are funky, and that yeah, they come out as adults, and yeah, there's this period of time where they might be considered immature. But like, I think Tailgate was past that point. Cause like he was like, I had a job and everything, and like I wanted to see the Ark take off and like all that. Wasn't he for supposed to clean the Ark? Yeah, he was supposed to clean the first arc, he was supposed to clean it, and he tried to take a shortcut, and he fell into a hole. Yeah, he fell into, he fell into a hole, and then he never came back up. I'm also, he survived, because, um, like, the okay. war. Hold on, um, fun fact, uh, I yeah. learned this a while ago, so, a few years ago, uh, 
this YouTube group of friends, well, not friends, it was like a group of voice actors, uh, started uh, like voice acting the comics, uh, starting with More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah. Uh, they voice acted the first two or three issues. Uh, it, they're, they were called like Train Wreck Studios or something like that. And uh, I, I found Tailgate's voice to be to sound familiar. I thought it sounded familiar. So I looked up the voice actor. Uh, they were like small voice actors, like usually the ones that like uh, do voice acting on the internet, like uh, for characters yeah. that don't have yeah. voices. Uh, and the person that voice acted Tailgate used to voice that Carcat Vantis. Oh my fucking god, I am losing my goddamn fucking mind. <laughs> and That's the episode rage. that I just edited, the episode that I just edited, the, the episode uh, that's going to come out uh, the week after we record this, um, I remember that you said that you wanted to dress up as Carcat, but you couldn't do the voice. Yeah, I couldn't do the voice, so I got stuck with Dave instead, and my then bestie, now girlfriend at the time, dressed up as car cat. I mean, you don't have to do the voice to... Yeah, I didn't have to do the uh, voice, but also I, Dave's costume was a lot easier for me to put together. Yeah. Anyway, but I found um, it really funny. Hold on, I also would like to add that... that it gets worse. Oh? It gets a little bit worse. They go on this very long they posted an image i didn't see the image because i come in after they get banned um they got banned they get they get banned because like they keep insinuating like they get they're they're being told to stop and they're doing this in like the general chat and they're not stopping oh and like they're just being kind of a dick about it um and they were all like uh hold on i have to like scroll down and like get like the synopsis Basically, they went on this massive, long-ass tangent about how horrible More Than We See Animal's Flight was, and how it was basically banned fan fiction written by a Tumblr shipper, and I'm sitting here like, A, J-Rob did write fan fiction. You can still find eugenesis on the internet. Yeah. I have it downloaded on my phone. Me too! I was pl- I was planning to go through it and live blog it, but I don't know. I haven't, you know, gone through it yet and, like, started it, because I was just, like, I, I got busy, you know? Yeah, it's really long. It is also, yeah, incredibly long. And I've read, this is from somebody who's read, like, long-ass fanfics. God, I've read some long fanfics. Anyway, um, but yeah, they were basically all, like, they originally, when they got to that panel, they were like, something about this makes me uncomfortable, which, that's fine. You don't have to like that Tailgate's holoform is a baby, but, like, as long as you keep in mind that, like, it's a joke. And it's it's it's, it's Jero making fun of the fact that Tailgate is very naive and maybe a little bit childish. Yeah, but like it's not indicative of his actual age, and they make that very clear that he is very old. And he's, he literally Ratchet says like, "Oh, he's old, old. He's all levers and pulleys instead of like the modern stuff. Like he's older than Ratchet." Yeah, and Ratchet is like uh, the same age as like Optimus and Megatron. And Drift. Drift is apparently old. Yeah, Drift. Drift is also old. Drift is really old. Like, the thing with Transformers is that their ages are very diverse, and, like, 
you wouldn't expect Drift. You can you look at Ratchet and you're like, you're old because he acts old. But Drift is older than Ratchet, yet he acts like he's like twenty. Yeah, and and Rodimus is also around that age because he was there at, at like the start of the war, so he's at least four million years old. We're like around before the war. They're four million years old. Yeah. Bumble- like, a like all of the kid appeal characters, all of the kid appeal characters, they're all millions of years old. Uh, except for Wheelie. I think Wheelie's younger. We're actually gonna uh, read Wheelie's spotlight pretty soon, uh, but that's not the episode. Basically, yeah. back to the bad, shitty takes. Basically, they were like, they somehow went from zero to a hundred um, real fast, and we're like, he's a oh, this is, like, a groomer. Say Clonus is dating, like, a child, and, like, they're using, like, a holoform, which is a joke, which is, like, a gimmick. It's a joke. To, uh, insinuate that that's Tailgate's age, and they're like, oh, it's bad fanfiction room by a Tumblr shipper, which, A, Tumblr shippers are not always bad writers. Usually what you see posted on Tumblr isn't really indicative of, like, their true and proper writing style. Half the time it's just snippets. Yeah. And then, like, I've bad seen, fanfic- like. There's the writers that just, like, write, like, snippets and, like, posts, and there's, like, I call those, like, uh, point fix, uh, because there's, like, different bullet points that are, they're, like, talking about a fic that they want to write. It's, like, a bunch of different oh, yeah. bullet points. Or and like then it's... there's the actual fix that usually, uh, are under a read more or are yeah. on AO3, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, even, or sometimes even, like, just, like, or, like, the in-between where it's, like, it's a really short snippet that they're writing for someone. It's, like, a little thing or, like, a little idea that they yeah. have in their head. Like, that's yeah, not like, really uh, indicative they... of someone's true writing style. Yeah, like, uh, the people that that have, like, requests, like, a short little drabble uh, and a post. Like, hey, give me, like, a character and a situation and I'll write a short drabble for it, you know? Yeah. But, oh, God. Yeah, it was just, and, like, bad fan, and, like, if the bad fan fiction thing is just, like, more than meets the eye in Lost Light, I think, is some of the best character development I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good. Also, uh, World's, uh, Holoform is also a little girl. Yeah, World's Holoform is also a little girl. You're not supposed to take it seriously. Yeah, like... It's a little girl with an eye patch wielding two like machine guns. Yeah. And like at one point, like when it initially comes in, it's a little. It looks like it's like a little girl. Like I'm gonna guess like late elementary school age. Yeah, maybe so, like, like eleven, to twelve fifth. years old. Yeah, like at maximum eleven, twelve. They're wielding. She has an eye patch. She's wearing like denim. What are they called? Um, overalls. Denim. Like, short, denim overalls. Yeah. Yeah, like the short, like the kind, like the short. The shorts kind, like, where, like, it's not, like, a full pant leg. It's, like, jorts, but overalls. Yeah. Jort and overalls. Jort overalls. And <laughs> she's wielding two, sub- two like, machine guns or submachine guns. And then later on when we see her, it's, like, she... The person who drew her then made her look slightly older, but not by much. She still looks incredibly young. Like, World's Holoform looks, like, like yeah, at may- minimum, like, 13. Yeah, teenagers, and it's more like 
asked me about my what was it feminism like they're wearing like they look they look more punk now ask me about my feminist agenda it was a reference yeah. to another comic uh specific character i don't remember uh what the reference was but it was in reference to a specific character in the marvel comics i believe um, yeah okay that had a shirt that said ask me about my feminist agenda on a cover i think uh, actually okay. hold on let me look it up but yeah, that's that would that's the first bad take. Uh, Jero is pedophilic because he ships a literal two people that are literally around the same age, and that and by the same age I mean they're so old that they out they ratchet in terms of like yeah like they're so old that like ratchet's like even ratchet's like holy shit these guys are old like because their hollow form was a baby as a joke. Okay, I found it. Uh, it was Mockingbird. It says, ask me about my feminist agenda. It was either a graphic novel or a comic book. It was on a cover. Mockingbird writer receives support after cover backlash. Okay, I'm not going to read like a whole thing. I might look into it like later, but because yeah. that's kind of interesting. But yeah, it, it's a reference to a another comic. Okay. But, but yeah, uh, they're supposed to be jokes. Yeah, those, those are jokes, people. Uh, that's how low their meet their uh, literacy rate was, apparently. And then the next one was how getaway. Hold on, this one's a bit more. It's less of a bad take and more of a take where like you can kind of see it, but at the same time, their argument takes like a very weird turn, and you're just like, okay. This is also written in like the tags of like a Tumblr post. Basically, long story short, Getaway was right. Megatron shouldn't have been on the ship, and his ending was just uh, them torturing a soldier, and that how they wrote him so badly in season two that uh, or Lost Light that um uh that it was just contrived to make him into a hate sink. Um, so we could all feel sorry for Megatron. Which, they're not wrong about Megatron should not have been on that ship. I'm not going to lie. That entire situation was kind of just like, what the actual fuck? That was kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, like... Okay, continue. Yeah, I'm go I'm kind of want to go on a right here because I feel very passionately about this. But basically... Optimus thinks Rodimus, who by the way, I think out of like every single leader out of like the IDW1 comics is actually probably the best at his job in terms of like likability. Ignoring like the whole overlord situation and all that, or the fact that people get killed, but whatever. Uh, but like shit happens anyway. Um But like Comparing him to Optimus, it's clear that Rodimus is actually the better leader because he actually gives a damn, kind of. But Optimus is like, no, shit at this. Megatron, you know, the person that pretty much committed genocide of multiple people, of like entire species and like kept the war going for a million years, is better than you. I'm making him co captain after the trial where Megatron was supposed to basically get executed or something. But, like, he switched please because I don't remember the exact reason. It's because of Starscream, I think. Um, yeah, he switched please. Uh, oh, man. I should remember this because I, I did... Uh, I acted out Starscream's kind of monologue uh, for my uh, video class, video editing class uh, last yeah. year. But I don't... Fuck, I don't Which remember is what fine. he said. But, yeah, this is but, fine. So... 
yeah, but that's fine. We don't exactly have to. Oh yeah, it. Starscream's like, uh, I don't blame him or something. I pity him. He needs pity. Something like yeah. that. Which I think was supposed to be kind of like a rub in Megatron's face, kind of. Yeah. It's just like you're not, you're nothing. I pity you because, like, we all know how much people hate being pitied. Apparently, um, and like, just reading this about how his writing was turned so so sharply in season two to turn him into a hate sink, I feel like people forget to realize that character development can go in the opposite direction. A character can develop into something worse. That's technically character development. Yeah, characters can become better or worse. That's still character development. And like character developed. I think he showed his true colors the moment he pretty much mutinied against Rodimus because Rodimus didn't like Megatron either. I think if yeah. like literally like it may have been easier for Getaway to literally convince Rodimus to have Mexi- Megan like executed. And but then the thing say, was that. Yeah, continue. What was it? I was going to be like, it would literally be easier for to convince Rodimus to basically have Megatron kill them and frame it as like a freak accident. Literally, I think yeah. it would have been easier than all the shit he did. Because like, Rodimus also hated Megatron. He hated that Megatron put, took the took that power away from him. And he hated the fact that he was on his ship as co-captain when like he shouldn't have been. I'm not going to lie that Getaway was right and that Megatron should not have been on that ship because he shouldn't have been. But, however, he was kind of already starting to show his true colors when he basically manipulated Tailgate into trying to go into Megatron's room to stick him with- and stick, um, surgeon needles, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure it's canonical that Megatron has almost had, like, shadow play done on him and is probably, like, yeah, deathly yeah, afraid of people being in his head and, like, surgery and all that. Yeah, and, like, he has a phobia of that. Yeah, so he basically was sending Tailgate into there to, in there to get fucking killed. Tailgate. Yeah, like the sweet little bot. He literally just wanted to help. And Getaway like, was right, but do not just edit that out. He was right, but he went. He went. He went and did it in the wrong way. Like if yes. he had done it, like if he had approached Rodimus and been like, "Hey." uh... I don't want Megatron on this ship. You don't want Megatron on this ship. Maybe we could work together. Like, literally, none of us want Megatron on this ship. So what if we just, like, kill him, get rid of him, and just tell Optimus that it was a freak accident? Yeah, literally, like, he went about this in the wrong way. Because, like, I'm pretty sure nobody, aside from, like, two... Oh, my God, my computer fell asleep. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Whoopsies! Basically, I think oh, nobody except for, like, a tiny little handful of people wanted Megatron on that ship. None of them liked him. So it wouldn't have been that difficult to convince the entire crew, give or take those two to three people, to just go along with the plan. And, like, approach Rod. Like, okay, Ultra Magnus is so much of, like, a stick... Wait, was Ultra Magnus dead by this point? Oh, shit, I don't remember. <laughs> I no, uh, Ma- Ultra Magnus didn't die. Well, quote unquote dead. Basically, it, oh no, wait, what the fuck happened? Because I remember at some point, Ultra okay, Magnus so was... I do, I do remember what happened. So after the Overlord thing, uh, Ultra Magnus got like really, really beat up. So what happened was that they took him to, uh, the Med Bay, and uh, Ultra Magnus or Minimus inside of the inside of the uh armor. He pressed a button that had the Magnus armor. 
uh, automatically return to um, Tyrus. Yeah. Because he's the enforcer of the Tyrus Accord. Yeah, I and don't think Megatron was there yet. And what he wanted to happen was uh, this was before Ma- Megatron was on the ship. This was before Dark Cybertron. Uh, what happened was that uh, Ultra Magnus like disappeared, and like the Lost Light was like, "What the fuck happened?" And they followed him. And Minimus had a plan that Tyrist would like maybe uh, slap Rodimus on the wrist and be like, "Hey, stop being yourself or stop being an idiot." Uh, and kind of scare Rodimus into following the rules, but we that all know happen. what happened. Yeah, that we all know yeah, what happened. That, Rod- that, Tyrus kind of went fucking insane. Yeah, he kind of went, like, a little uh, off the rails. Yeah! Uh, is the nice ways to say it. Yeah. But, so, yeah, the, uh, that happened, the, yeah, but yeah, Ma- like, Ultra Magnus didn't die. He just, like, yeah, stopped using just, the he... armor all the time. Oh, yeah, because then after Dark Cybertron kind of comes back yeah i think but he stops being enforcer of the tyrus accord so i don't think he really he's still a stickler for rules i think but he does he's not like enforcer of the tyrus accord i don't think anymore yeah okay i'm remembering i read this comic like two to three years ago by this point um but basically yeah it would have probably been easy to convince most of the crew to just go along with this plan because nobody liked megatron and wanted him on that ship instead you send tailgate you know the friend i think at this point of cyclonus who, um, you know, is kind of protective of, tail- protective of Tailgate, um, into Megatron's room to stick Megatron full of nanosurgery needles, which he has a horrific fe- phobia of because of past trauma involving it, where he almost had fucking shadow played, um, which I'm pretty sure, like, he would have woken up the moment he felt that jab and probably would have really killed Tailgate. I remember, I remember what happened also. Uh, the plan was... Like the nemo, the nemo surgery needles were fake. Oh, so he was just gonna get fucking killed anyway. Yeah, like the thing was that Getaway was planning that uh, Tailgate would go in there, uh, try to nemo surgery Megatron, and Megatron would wake up and kill Tailgate. That was his plan. Uh, he would kill Tailgate, and then that would make everyone see that he hadn't changed, and it would be like. Megatron's word against like everyone else's, so they wouldn't believe yeah, him that yeah, Tailgate kind of, had, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of already showing his true colors, because like concerning what he does later, where he literally turns the entire remaining crew into spark eaters. Uh yeah, don't forget about that, people. Or like the fact that he starts believing he's like the next Optimus and all of that. There's I think an actual name for this. Like it gets brought up. Yeah, this is like an uh, actual hold condition. Hold on. It's like it's an primus, actual no, it's, it's it's primus apotheosis. That's what it's called. It's yeah, that's apotheosis. what it is. I remember this because I looked into it after while well, we're searching for articles. By the way, today's episode is about our favorite TF Wiki article. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was talking about the hot the terrible hot takes but basically it's like how this cake was like oh getaway was handled so poorly and it was like getaway was handled quite well in that when you he already was showing his true colors the moment that megatron joined that ship yeah he was we, supposed to he be was already villain. yeah he was supposed to be a villain like i don't know originally chromebone was supposed to be a villain and that there's bits and pieces left over but like by the time tail get, getaway comes in He's already Jayro has pretty much cleaned it up and been like, "Yep, this he this guy's gonna be the villain," and like, it's done subtly. Like people really need to learn like 
we we are taught language arts for reasons like this media literacy and noticing like how characters change and reading between the lines i know it seems pointless but there's a reason for this it's called critical thinking <laughs> apparently yeah, some you people know, failed language arts and don't know critical thinking or media literacy i was not good at language arts, but I still have, like, a little bit of media litera- literacy. Yeah, like, it, yeah, like, okay, some people are bad at language arts because school fucking sucks at teaching that shit, but, like, it still yeah. teaches you skills. Like, it has a purpose. Some people just, like, ignore Don't. the message of, like, a show. I, like, usually, like, if a show has, like a, like, a specific message, but it's not, like, in your face... I will not understand it because I'm autistic and I don't understand subtlety. Yeah, same. I need things Sometimes, in my face. Like, I literally just realized, like, this, like, as we're talking, like, tail- Getaway was, like, a villain from the moment, from the start. Because yeah, of what cause... he did with Tail- or Getaway. Tail- fuck. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Tailgate and Getaway, for some reason, keep getting jumbled up in my brain. Basically- I realized, like, as we're talking, like, oh my god, because of what he was trying to get Tailgate to do, he's already established himself as the villain. People just seem to fail to realize this. Also, like, yeah, he's right. But that doesn't mean he had to go about and, like, kick off literally, like, half the ship to do it. I'm pretty sure brains just, like... Some villains are in the right, like Magneto. Yeah, some villains are in the right, but that but they go about the way that they do it, the way they go about it in a bad manner. Like, you're right, but you're doing this the wrong way, and it's causing more harm than good. Which is why, in the end, I don't feel like he was, he, like, tortured end of a traumatized soldier. They're all traumatized. All of them, except for Tailgate. No, even Tailgate eventually gets traumatized. Yeah, Tailgate gets like the tiniest bit traumatized, and it's but it, but he's still traumatized. Yes, he's the like they're all fucking traumatized. A, You're not special. He's the only one that isn't a war criminal, though. He's, he's the only one that's a not a war criminal. criminal. He's just a regular criminal. Yeah, <laughs> like torture of a tra- of a traumatized soldier. By this point, we have established that Getaway is a really big shitbag, and none of us like him. By that point, yeah. people wanted him dead. And, like, I think it's implied that the Scraplets ate him super quick. And, like, he probably, by the time he was actually functionally dead, he probably wouldn't have, he probably would have maybe just not even felt it. Yeah. Which, actually, this brings me to, like, another thing. Like, so everyone hates that Megatron was put on the, um, on the Lost, Lost Light. Yeah, but everyone also it. simps for him because he's hot. Like, yes, he's hot. Like, we all like villain characters. Well, not everyone, but a lot of us like villain characters. Yeah. We really like them. Like, one of my favorite Starscream Redemption, I think, is... Yeah, like, Starscream Redemption fanfics are everywhere. Yeah, like, Starscream is one of my favorite characters, and one of my favorite ships is Minimegs. Like, I get it. I love villain characters, too. I love KOBP, like, but that's not really villain characters, simply because I think that's because they're only really villains, quote-unquote, I think, in, like... TFP and I think maybe IDW too. I don't really know. They it's are Decepticons in IDW too. Yeah, but they're not like villains. I think like they're just gay. Yeah, they're just gay. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they gay. They kiss on screen. They kiss on screen. Uh, but what I was getting at was that. So I think I mentioned this in another server, or maybe it was this podcast. Who knows? Um, because I don't have the best memory. Yay! First thing. A lot of people are like, 
uh, stop uh, making Megatron the good guy. Uh, like, stop making him, like, be the bad guy and then he turns into a good guy, like, uh, it was done in IDW as well as Earthspark. Uh, I'm not saying that Earthspark is, like, a bad show. Like, it's a really good show. But it's a good show. the thing is, it's always Megatron, the one that is being uh, redeemed. And not any other character. But Soundwave just gets worse, I think. Soundwave gets a lot Starscream worse. It just gets worse. <laughs> Starscream is Starscream. I think it's because it's just Starscream's character, kind of. Yeah. Like, I don't really think Starscream can be, like, redeemed out without, like, extensive Cano- therapy. Okay, canonically, Starscream, I don't think, will ever be redeemed. Maybe he'll be, like, the um the quirky uncle uh, in the second season. She's, like, he's still, like, he's not a good person. But he's not, like, a bad dude. Yeah. Uh, you were the bad like, guy, but you were not a bad guy. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, That's what I was getting guy. at. <laughs> yeah. But, but continue with the thoughts about how, like, Megatron is yeah, still okay. redeeming. So, so uh, a lot of people, like, get pissed off that uh, the quote-unquote bad guys, the Decepticons, they are always, like, the origin of them. Like, if you've read Exodus, which I have very many times, if you've read IDW, if you've read IDW uh, 2, I believe, because I didn't read, I haven't read the whole thing, or uh, Transformers Prime, like, anything in uh, aligned continuity, because it's, like, supposed to be kind of, like, it's kind of the same story, but they're, like, uh, not real. different. Let's like, not talk about the canonicity of everything that happens in Aligned, because we are going to be here all day. Aligned is, like, a whole thing, but everything in Aligned is like it has like the same kind of story beats uh it it doesn't have like a continuity but they all have like from the same story bible uh they take things and then they make their own stories but uh in the in aligned continuity in idw1 and in uh earth spark the decepticons start as like a revolutionary group that is fighting for the rights of lower caste bots. And that is, like, actually a good thing. That's, like, I'm not going to compare it to, like, anything real world, because when you do that, you just kind of, you kind of, um... Things get shaky. Yeah, it gets shaky, but, uh, like, they're fighting for their rights. They're they're fighting for their rights. Uh, But they're doing it, like in the eyes of like the people that are in charge of these shows in their eyes they're going about it the wrong way they're supposed to do it peacefully yes like how optimus wants to do it they're supposed to go about it in a peaceful manner but megatron is doing it in a violent way yes but if you compare it to uh right different right movements like the women's uh the women's rights movements uh and like every other one i'm not going to compare anything to race because that's where it gets like very shaky that's where it gets I'm not really do it. shaky and i don't really want it to get into that very, right very now shaky. i'm just gonna compare it to like the women's uh yeah women's, women's rights, rights. Women. um it was my movements the women's rights movements we didn't get our rights I- i'm saying we as like uh a fab people we didn't get rights uh just through peaceful protest there was a lot of, like, violence. And if you compare it to, like, the LGBTQ movement, uh, people now are saying, like, oh, uh, why do you need to be violent? Uh, we didn't get our rights by prote- by protesting peacefully. Not, yeah. And um, they I want to... We... They want... Yeah? 
I would have to be like, I think with women rights, we initially got the vote right to vote through peaceful protest, but everything after that did have violent connotations. Like, for instance, um, I don't think women were legally allowed to open half their own credit cards until like 1970s, 1970. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or something along those lines. And I think the, so the, wi- so the women who got to vote first were white women. And then I think uh, the next to get their vote was black women and then Asian women and then indigenous women. The ind- indig- indigenous women didn't get the right to vote until like the late 1900s. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but that's what, like, that's what I'm talking about. Um, also, I also they're trying. They're trying to write. They're they're draw, they're drawing. Uh, they're trying to like show. Hey, this is the wrong way to go about getting your rights. The right way is by doing it peacefully, and that's like. That's not how things work. Yeah, that's not. Sometimes it's not even that they want to be violent. It's that the institution forces them into violence. Like, yeah, I think. Well, like for instance, take the Hong Kong protests. Those got violent because they were forced into violence. Like they were literally like, didn't they literally build a trebuchet at some point? Originally, it was like peaceful uh, protests, and then it it got uh, it was peaceful. Yeah, and then like the police got involved and started getting violent, and like that happens a lot with protests. The police just show up and beat your ass. Yeah, and I don't think they have like uh the same rights to pro to, They don't ha- uh, yeah, they don't have the same rights we do. Uh and here in Mexico, worse. I don't know the rights for protesting here. Uh I do okay, I I was just there looking. Um so this year I went on the women's march on the 8th of March. Uh I marched with uh some friends. I wore purple and that kind of stuff and we marched to a government building and things did get violent uh just for legal reasons i didn't get violent i stayed uh like on the other side of the street i didn't do anything illegal uh i just remember that some people did get violent they started graffitiing around the um uh the government building and because, uh, as some people know, Mexico has, like, a femicide problem. Um, oh. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, Wasn't aware of that, honestly. Uh, yeah, some people but we don't have to go into it. it here. Yeah, we're not going to get into it here. Uh, but, yeah, it's a problem. It's, like, a really, really big problem here in Mexico. And we were marching uh, because there was another case, like, of... A woman disappearing and then turning up dead. And we were marching and people were, like, very angry and they destroyed government property. The police were already inside of the building because, like, I'm pretty sure that they, like, probably uh, expected things to get violent. And they threw, um, not gas, it was, like, smoke bombs. They threw smoke bombs at us. At least it's better Um, than tear gas. Yeah, it wasn't tear gas. Uh, it was just smoke. And uh, fun fact, when I got home, uh, my grandma yelled at me. Oh my god. Um, Why? She was like, uh, she was on Facebook and she saw like a, a local uh, news thing uh, where like it was showing how it got violent. And my grandma was like, were you here 
is this where you went? And I was like, Abuelita, I didn't do anything. I, I, I'm innocent. I went on a different march. We went somewhere else. And I don't think she believed me. Uh, but oops. Oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops, but, but yeah, yeah. Well, um, we were talking about Megatron and how, yeah, how, like, writers are like, you should protest peacefully, even though that's not realistic, but I think in the Decepticons case, the war starts properly, and then they start doing shit that is legitimately not okay, even for, like, a revolutionary thing fighting for their rights. Yeah, but that's, like, that's my point. They're writing, they're originally writing them as, like, uh, they're, they, like, oh, they got, like, so far from their, um, point originally, yeah. and, like, they're supposed to be fighting for their rights, and then As they turn the Autobots evil. haven't also done shit that's really bad! Which is, like, something that happens in a lot of cartoons, um, yeah. that I've noticed. Like, Korra? Yeah, yeah that is kind of weird. I would like for once where the revolutionaries are the good. I think that there's there's cartoons where it's like, ah uh, yes, the evil empire and these rebels of like people who have been disillusioned and downtrodden on, and they're fighting for the rights. They're the good guys, like in Star Wars. Yeah, the empire is literally the United States. The empire is literally fascist. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the actual episode. Um. So, articles. I'm on the Feminism article right now. Oh my god, the Feminism. I have, like, how many of these do I have? Hold on, I'm, like, moving shit around. Give me a minute. How many of these I do I have? I only have two. Uh, one I of have them is very like, short. Hold on, let me query quickly. How many do you have? 39! Oh my god, we can't get through that many! Some of these are, like, very short and just stupid. Like, I pulled them up because, um... The, for instance, Transformers Prime's Thirst episode quotes a very notoriously bad Doom fanfiction. Uh, what? Were... Yes, all the, all the, it qu- it keeps, it, all the image captions quotes a, hold on, it's, um, TV Tropes PF Wiki. Fun. Uh, one of, oh yeah? Hold on. Uh, the, and the page for Transformers Prime episode Thirst is filled with lines from Doom, Repercussions of Evil, which is a infamous Doom fanfic. And the best known work of fanfiction.net user Peter Camara, and it's only 211 words long. <laughs> but this the, the this the article, it's it's the it's it's the it's the origins of and then John was a zombie. That's that's where that comes from. It comes from that fic. No, I must kill the demons, he shouted. The radio said, No, John, you are the demons. <laughs> That's like that's there. We have Jan, which hold on, Jan? I have to send you the link because I think it's just a really bad misspelling of Jam. Because like, oh, um, okay, I actually know this. I know this. Um, uh, yeah, it's like the um Dwayne JJBA scans were like these were originally translated by people that didn't know the original language and they weren't very good in translation. So, so I like uh, Jam. Oh, the later, Hot, Ro- Hot Shot is doing a little dance when he feels hungry. Yum, jam. I like jam. Mmm, jam. Oi, get away from my pie feeling. I like pie. So, uh, this is uh, originally from 
Uh, this is originally from like a fan translation, and then it got turned into a meme. Yeah, it got turned into a meme. Jam uh, is just one of the ways that it got um, translated at some point. Yeah, it's like um, I'm looking at like the side image, and like very frequently, it's just spelled Jam. Like the how Jam is, the J is not capitalized. The M at the end is, and it's apparently because the comic was originally trilingual. <laughs> Oh no! With Hotshot specifically speaking in that sense, it randomly makes K's comic sense. Originally, this is done to like poke fun at the comic, and like I have some of these. We have the canon article again, which is it's the one where it's like of the with the image that I think we giggled about in the first episode of like the guy, the, like it looks like a freaking like car's car, you know. That image, <laughs> you know the one, <laughs> the one with the eyes. Yes, this one. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I have Spotify open right now. Yes, um, uh, I have the technical errors and oddities page for Transformers the game console up, and it's just long. Oh, it's so long. <laughs> it's for I think the Bayverse movies. Yes, I think it is. Um, yeah, it's for the 2007 live-action movie. You know, the really shit, you know, the shitty Babers ones, and it's just, it's so technical. Screams. There's the um, the Matthew Patrick article. Uh, something oh, yeah. that I love about the TF Wiki is that it has articles for like. Like voice the writers actors. and the voice actors, even even for um, those who are like, oh yeah, Matt Pat, oh yeah, it's even it's yeah, even that one for like Pat. foreign, like foreign voice actors. So like the people that do like the Polish and Japanese and Spanish dubs. I'm yeah, over the fact that Matt Pat did voices. For he was he so was scary. Computron in Titans Return, and he was Swoop in Power of the Primes. Well, I, I haven't watched asleep. either of those, and I don't think I can watch it Power knowing that Matt Pat is it's marketing material and fucking swoop. <laughs> because uh, a little, a little bit of rain lore. I used to watch Game Theory with my little same! sister. Bro, same. I used to watch his like Mario is evil and like Rosalie, like the weird Rosalita theories and all that shit, like the weird FNAF shit. Oh my god, that was like a foundation oh my god. for my childhood. I actually found, I actually found him like pretty early on. He didn't have like he was still uh, making animations by editing each picture. Like that, that's around the time where I found him. He was still doing that. Like he didn't have like an actual animator doing animations for him he I, did oh, he those did, he, he does that now yeah he has like uh an animator now oh, okay uh, i haven't watched him in like literal years me either i, I kind of just stopped watching him uh like some of the stuff that he said kind of made me uncomfortable so i just kind of stopped yeah. um like he started doing like he did a theory about like um PewDiePie and he was kind of defending PewDiePie and I was like, oh you know what? I, I think I'm just yeah, gonna uh, stop watching you. Yeah. yeah. And he gave a copy of Undertale to the Pope. <laughs> That's funny. That's I'm still not over that. And then he made a video um uh defending his reasons 
for giving a copy of Undertale to the Pope. Uh, like I, I watched it. I kind of remember. Is that wrong? Like, like why, um, why can't I? Why can't you give Undertale to the Pope? Is it like a holy thing? Because I know the uh, Catholic religion he, has a lot of. Weird so the thing was that. So the thing was that uh, a bunch of people were like invited to meet the Pope, and uh, they were they were like I think it's like a customary thing to give a gift to the Pope, um, and apparently it was the Pope's year of mercy. Uh, I don't. I was Catholic, but I don't know anything about like the Pope or anything. I don't know uh, anything but... about Catholicism outside of the saints because it's apparently <laughs> yeah. a saint for the Girl Scouts. Nice. I think so, yeah. Uh, also, I was also I, a Girl Scout. Uh, I had fact. to name a sword for a character that was religious, so I was looking at Catholic saints, and I went for Saint Dismas, who was apparently the thief that was crucified alongside Jesus. Fitting for the character. He was, uh, like, a bad person trying to be But, yeah, he, like, explained that uh, it was the Pope's year of mercy, and Undertale is all about mercy. Uh, and he was, like, defending himself, uh... And then he brought up that other people gave him, like, really stupid gifts. Uh, like, one person gave the Pope a surfboard. Uh, Sir, right? he isn't he, like, 60 or 70 years old? I don't think he can surf anymore. At the time, he was, like, 70, I think. Or 60. I think he's in his 80s now. Shit, uh, he's old. And the other article is Fermanisms. Oh my god. So I'm... <laughs> Transformers have... writer Simon Furman is infamous among fans for dialogue concepts that are frequently retrod. Such repeated phrases are known informally as Furmanisms. So, um, a short, a short, sharp lesson. You will find the nerve center of this bunker and shut down its defenses while I teach these mini cons a short, a short, sharp lesson in dis- in discipline, uh, which was said by Megatron in Fortress Part Three. Think of it, Optimus, as a short, sharp lesson. Again, said by Megatron in Multiplicity Part 2. You need a short, sharp lesson, Decepticon, said by Braun in Age of Wrath Part 2. A short, sharp lesson, a title of main story in Transformers comic issue 2.21. Um, and it just keeps going. It's just like, uh, there's a whole world of pain all the dirty jobs, can I do less, cannot, will not, die screaming, down to earth, literally, fight and die, it can be hurt, it is over, finished, it never ends. I think it is over, finished is the longest one. Like, there are a lot of, lot of repeated lines of it is over, finished. Like, to be honest, chain claw, I don't know why we're bothering, the war's over, finished, or, and suddenly, in one massive stroke, it was done finished and i'm finished done like this old ordinance i'm ready to be stood down when you're under right in the belly of the beast you have to be you have to be the role unless anything less the slightest tremor or waver it's over finished it never ends like some predatory bird never did want to live forever uh this was uh said by we actually saw one of these thunderwing huh never did want to live forever which was in stormbringer 2 uh no you're dead power beyond measure reap wind reap whirlwind there's so many there's so many more oh my god well, i'm going to delete some of these because some of these are only here because of one specific gimmick like a uh, fight super robot life from transformers issue 8 which the opening line is the combaticons murder a puppy what 
Oh, you don't know about that one. Also known as no. Battle Dog. Basically, he gets gunned down, and it's really just, it's, it's like, this is, it's, it's literally at the, at the bottom, it's, um, this is not the only instance of dog murdered by Decepticons in Japanese Generation 1 fiction, and Super God Master Force, the puppy, piss. <laughs> it's spelled P-I-S, but I don't know how to pronounce that in English in a way that isn't piss. Uh, what is it? P-I-S. Is bought bought it to that's how that's the that's the name of a dog. It's pronounced differently in Japanese. It gets mistranslated as peace at one point, but like it's it's just piss. It's piss. Piss? I don't know. But basically this dog gets like horrifically murdered by the combaticons, I think. Um Piss come back. Basically it was a dog that would become their weapon. It was reconstructed into a battle dog so that it could be co- copied in the compies and amongst human civilization to destroy it with the power contained within them. The puppy subsequently escaped Decepticon headquarters. Megatron ordered the Combaticons to, to pursue it. And, like, it, okay, it is kind of distressing. I'm not going to go into it. Basically, the dog gets done gunned down by the Decepticons after being used for, like, purposes. God. And next up, we have decapitation, of which the first image is of Bayverse Optimus decapitating someone. Give me your face. Give me your face. No. Yeah. That's really uh, I still, I still like, That's I so still weird. remember that, and I wish that I didn't. Um, Same. I really wish I didn't opt- either. <laughs> oh my god. It's Just like there's like oh, articles for every live action series except for Bumblebee and Rise of the Beasts. Oh no, wait. There's stuff for Rise of the Beasts. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. But yeah, decapitation. You. You haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. You. Is there's an article about you? You are probably a human from Earth. You sometimes get caught up in the dealings of extraterrestrial mechanical life forms known as the Transformers. You often get recruited by the heroic Autobot faction to help with their struggle against the evil Decepticons. Sideways has nothing kind to say about your mother. Slug also has nothing kind to say about you, though he rarely says anything kind about anyone. Your mom. Disembo- I would like to say your mother links to a page titled. Your mom, disambiguation. Disambiguation. <laughs> and there's just so many Your mom? Links. Yeah, your mom. <laughs> but it's basically um, all about, like, you know, basically self-insert things, like kids' books and stuff, or, like, you can be, like, part of the game. And at the very bottom, it says, you're, you're pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks, TFWiki. I Aww. am awesome. Yeah. Um, canon disambiguation at the very autumn. Canon should not be confused with it's canon, disambiguation. Disambi- disambiguation. Can- this, I would like to say this is not canon with one with two ends. This is canon with three ends, as in the weapon. At the very bottom, it's just TF Wiki ranting at how there's a difference and how canon is the story material which is considered to affect the overall continuity. That's repeated like another two times. Canon and canon are different are different freaking words. And if you tell us about how some story is not canon one more time, we will murder you with a canon. Starting with whoever was responsible for classics Megatron, me- classic Megatron packaging, followed by whoever named the Turbo Masters Canon Masters for some European markets. Wow. Someone got angry. Someone got angry. I'm not going to go to antimatter because even though one of the... Oh, let's go to antimatter for like five seconds. Yes, it's coming out of his booze. This is why he gets to be... Wait, what? That's one of like the image captions. <laughs> and at the first image is, it's coming out of his eyes. Out of his eyes. This is why he gets to be leader. <laughs> and it's a reference to how... Oh my god, why is it not copying? Fuck. Come on. Oh, I just copy pasted it twice. 
<laughs> Oops. And but yeah, matter. Yes. Uh, we also have the page on Oh! Jesus. Megatron d- uses this later. Yeah, he, in- yeah. In the yeah, it's it's apparently a thing he does. It's always a thing he's kind of had. Apparently, it's a reference to I think the Marvel comics. <laughs> yes, that's coming out of his boobs. Um, uh, oh my god, why is it saying "vamanos" on the side of my page? I don't speak Spanish. What does this link to? Oh, um, Jorge, I can't say that last name. Is this written all in Spanish? Wait, send me it's the link. Written- Oh, no, wait, only the top part's written in Spanish. Send me the link. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. But, like, everything after the table of contents is in English, but everything above that is in, um, Spanish. I can't say his last name. Yeah, Figuera. Hold on. Yeah. Fee. Okay, it doesn't have, like, the double dots over the U, so it's not pronounced. Figueroa. 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 I can't. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not a native Spanish speaker. I don't fucking understand shit. It's fine. It's literally all like I. You should probably read this because you know Spanish. I don't want to butcher a language and embarrass myself. Jorge Fig Figueroa es un es un oficial técnico bajo el comando del capitán Guillermo Lennox en Qatar. La, yeah, it's all in Spanish. Le encanta hablar en español y quiere que sepas que los lagartos son los animales con la carne más suculenta. Does it actually make sense in Spanish or does it like and, Google Translate in Spanish? Yes, it does make sense. So uh, he is an official, he's a tech, a technical official uh, under the command of Captain William Lennox in Qatar. Uh, he loves he speaks Spanish. speaking in Spanish. And he, and he wants you to know that, um, oh, I don't know which lagarto, I think that's either crocodile or alligator, uh, are the kind animals the same with thing. the... They're different animals! They're different animals, but they're similar enough where you can just be like, either or would apply here. Okay, uh, he says that either crocodiles or alligators are the animals taste. How do you know? I'm not gonna ask. Like literally, is um, uh, like literally, like even like the I top think words, like, alligator is like a delicacy in some places. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, people in Finland eat sheep's head and the brain, apparently. So like, would not surprise me. But like, for ref, nobody can see this. But like, literally, like the entire top part of the article is written entirely. Like even like the este artículo is sombre. I can't fucking say that. He's a human. Este artículo sobre el oficial técnico de la película de 2007. Oh, I forget. You have to say, like, years and, like, actual Spanish letters. <laughs> Those Spanish, like, the numbers, <laughs> not letters. I completely forget how dates are said in Spanish sometimes. Like, I don't ever remember that shit. I can remember how to go to the bathroom. Uh, Puedo ir al baño? Edit that last, edit that name out. That's an actual teacher I had. Yeah, I'll cut it out. <laughs> uh, but, oh man, I had forgotten about this character. And um, it makes me mad because they're racist towards him. Oh my god, they're racist towards everyone in that fucking... The only reason I clicked on this and brought this up is because I didn't even have this prepared. It said on the side, it was pointed at him and going, Vamanos, and I'm like, did I switch the page language to say... No, it's all in English still. I can't have switched it to Spanish. And I was on the yeah, page Yeah, the Jesus. TF Wiki is only in English. Yeah, it's only in English. 
um some of these i don't want to like, cover something that like this. it made me like super super angry because this was told to me uh once uh when i was little when i lived in the united states is speak english because uh i when i moved to the united states I didn't know English. I knew like a couple of words. I knew banana. I knew sticker. I knew hello. Aww, you knew I knew sky. That's all I knew. Also, telling and someone to speak English is just incredibly rude. It is. And whenever I would talk to my mom, because uh, the only people I could really talk to were the English teacher, because she knew Spanish, uh, my Spanish-speaking classmates, but most of them were born in the United States, so they knew English better than Spanish. Uh, and my sister and my mom. Uh, those were the only people I could talk Spanish also, to. Did they tell you to uh, speak English while you were having a conversation with your mom or someone? Uh, no. Uh, I was talking, I think, with a classmate in Spanish because I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I was put in a classroom. Um, with only speaking with like a teacher that only spoke english um and i mostly just like sat in a classroom most days because i didn't know what was happening i didn't have homework all of first grade and i think second grade because i didn't understand it but yeah sometimes people were rude and i was talking to someone in spanish and they would be like hey speak english and i would be like (laughs) yo no sé cómo hablar inglés déjeme en paz God, that's so rude. It is very rude. Uh, my sister didn't have that problem because she was three years old. And uh, she learned English and Spanish at the same time. So she didn't need to have an English uh, an English teacher in elementary school. She just learned in daycare. Wow. Shit. I don't know why but I yeah, have this guy talking up. about our favorite articles. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, let's, let's, after talking for like an hour about really bad takes, I don't know why I have a guy named Skung up. His name is Skung. Skunge. Skung. Send uh, me the article. He's like a very, he's a very short bounty hunter who lives, he's one of the best bounty hunters in Nevada. He's from the Z Foundation? I don't even know. Oh, this is from the Marvel portion. It is such a weird name. I think I think because there's an E after the G that is supposed to be pronounced scunge. I mean, like there's an a E soft after... G, like giraffe. Yeah. yeah, like giraffe. Giraffe has an I after it. After the G, though. <laughs> Silence from you. Listen, English is weird. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, English is weird. You're allowed to think it. there's an I after, after the G in giraffe because they basically make the exact same fucking sound half the time. In Spanish, uh, giraffe is called jirafa. With a J. Gs make different sounds. Uh, Yeah. There's that guy. Hold on. I've seen this in a video before of, like, guys who don't know anything about Transformers going through the fucking Transformers wiki and finding, like, the weirdest shit, and they landed on the Europa 2000, and they pointed out how god-awful the map was. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm so sorry. I can just send you the fucking link, but I have. I'm on it. I'm on it now. Just, I have to read the notes for this. Okay, I'm kind of tempted to put on a voice changer for this, but I think my normal voice will do fine. So here we go. 
The map of the Europa 2000's route does not conform to the international borders that existed at the time in the real world. This, perhaps, suggested in the Generation 1 animated universe, as of 1985, the following things have occurred. <clears throat> Spain has annexed the, Monte the Montpellier region of France. France has conquered Belgium, Luxembourg, and a large portion of Germany, and also probably Poland. Paris has been relo relocated to the place where Saint-Antoine I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. Etat is located. I don't know. We're, we're pulling up Google Translate, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to cut this out so I actually like don't like fuck up like the way I'm like like the cadence of like everything. Oh, of course. I'll edit it out. Etienne. Etienne. Saint, Saint Etienne is located in the real world. Istanbul has been moved from the coast of Europe to inland Asia Minor. Bulgaria has conquered Greece and renamed itself and renamed itself and renamed itself to Bulgaria. Austria now incorporates Slovenia and thus borders the Mediterranean Sea, however small the coast may be. Czechoslovakia has renamed itself into Czechoslovakia has renamed itself into Sietch. A slight mangling of the acceptable abbreviation Zek. It's Czech. 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 Yeah. I don't know why I keep mispronouncing that. This has probably occurred <laughs> because of sloppy handwriting. Hungary gained back some of its former land. Yay, Hungary. Uh, Romania goes by its accepted alternative spelling of Romania. Russia incorporates Ukraine like the Soviet Union used to be, uh, thereby bordering the Black Sea and shares Poland's former territory with France. Don't make any jokes about this, people. Please. In the video I watched, like, that, they, it was recorded before the whole Ukraine thing happened, so this is aged poorly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Corsica, Sardinia, Crete, and many other large-scale islands other than Sicily are completely gone. Additionally, the map does not include the Soviet Union. Even though, the, even instead of including a country simply labeled Russia, the Soviet Union has shown to exist in the early season two episode Prime Target, as well as later in the season three episode Thief in the Night, set in two thousand six. Then again, it was not uncommon to refer to the Soviet Union as a whole as Russia, even though this is inaccurate. On the map, Switzerland has been abbreviated to Switz, which is understandable for its visible size. One might wonder how much the Transformers' presence on Earth has caused has added to this massive territorial shuffle. Of course, it could just be a particularly poor map. Nah, <laughs> I love that. I wish I I wish we could show them how bad this map is because clearly it was written by some guy who was being rushed. Oh my god! Yeah, these were like hand drawn. These this was before, like. Yeah, so it's not so it's understandable why some like the land masses would be a bit off, but like some of this is just. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I get, like, Istanbul not being where it's supposed to be, but, like, Paris shouldn't even be visible, I don't think. It, sh it would be, like, off the map. Um, OMG, have... Europe got transed. <laughs> <laughs> Trans Europe Express. Trans Europe <laughs> Express, baby! It got transed! Um, it transed its gender! The Lunchables Brigade. <laughs> I have... I... I cannot begin what? to describe this. 
The Lunchables Brigade is a North American radical group advocating the abolition of routine lunches by means of direct mealtime intervention. The brigade is an organized in small, highly mobile operational cells and utilizes strike and faith tactics to carry out their extreme lunch agenda. They are known to aggressively recruit children. The Lunchables Brigade opts out of a mobile command center usually disguised as a treehouse or operates at a mobile command center capable of transforming into a variety of vehicles to meet their mission needs treehouse facilities include a situation room several labs and crew quarters i remember this i remember seeing these in commercials when i was a kid i don't remember these people i think these might have been uh before my time yeah, like around when I was like a teenager is when they when I stopped seeing these, even though I still watched uh kids cartoons on kids channels, I didn't see these. Um and I'm like four years older than you, so uh, I also it also sounds like these are like older movie characters. They're not movie characters. These no, are like, but they, but, like the commercial. The commercial. Sorry, fuck. I I talk hard. Talking hard. English is a language. English is a language. Um, basically, I was about to be like, they're from old commercials for like like the two thousand and seven movie. And yeah, I would have been so young back then that I probably would not have that the things I would have been watching would not have included these commercials because simply because of the movie alone. Yeah, you would have been like three or four. Cause I would have been like three or four. I was yeah. seven in two thousand seven. I would have been three or four. It depends. When did the movie come out? If it came out after July, I would have been four. Yeah, because my you and my sister uh, are around the same age. My sister turns twenty in November. Um, mm, she's a year older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah, because because like my girlfriend is also turning. I think my girlfriend turned twenty this year. Or no, wait, my best, my girlfriend is a year older than me. I'm 19. She should be 20 now. And her bestie, and who's also her girl, her girlfriend, who's also my bestie, is, I think, two years older. One year to two years. Okay. She's all, I forget. Matt so if this was in 2007, you would have been like two. Yeah, I would have been like two or three. Yeah. Yeah, because my anyway, sister was three in 2007. Yeah. No, wait, that would have been three. I think it's because birthdays are weird. Like, oh yeah 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 technically for like three months three to four months out of the year like i am 10 years older than my brother because he hasn't turned you know he hasn't gone up in age but i like how lunchables brigade is talked about how like it's a um uh freaking terrorist organization <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so it's been a little over an hour, so we should end the episode before I have Bumble to edit spun. a two-hour episode. Bumble Spud! I have to talk about Bumble Spud! Okay. Bumble Spud is a potato head figure that was what? made just for the movies Bumble as part of the Revenge of the Fallen toy line. He presumably serves under Octomash Prime! And this quote is, There's more to the more to me than meets the fry! <laughs> oh my god oh my god Archie's strength but intelligence rusted endurance carbs rank fry courage super blast with tater skill I'm losing <laughs> he's called a heroic tater bot Bumblespud is somebody from the locust universal cluster 
The foot pieces and recolor of the wood included with OptiMash Prime. What? Oh my god. Uh, I did, my tummy hurts. Auto tots? Oh my the god. The fucking auto tots? Auto tots. They're really. Oh, TF Wiki gave me something cry. glorious. Oh my god. Bumble, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Can we make Bumble Spot an emote? <laughs> Please. Yeah. We have to. We have to make him an emote. Oh, he's perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna save the image and I'm gonna make it transparent and I'm gonna make it an yeah. emote. On the server. Oh my god. I'm like lightheaded from laughing. My. Oh, my face hurts from smiling so much. It does. I was not expecting that to be as funny, but I completely forgot that I had that saved on uh, one tab. And I just come across it and it's Bumble Spud, which, by the way, Bumble Spud as a word is super funny. <laughs> it sounds so stupid and I love it. Mr. Potato Head, I love you. Doesn't Hasbro also own Mr. Potato Head? I think so, yeah. Oh my god, so it's literally just a meeting of two Hasbro uh, patents or whatever. Yeah, I think that's why they made the toy. Yeah, probably. But also, okay. like, Mr. Potato Head is, like, iconic. Like, somewhere in my room, I have, like, a Mr. Potato Head of Darth- Like, a Mr. Potato Head versions of Darth Vader and, like, a Stormtrooper. So they're kind oh, of iconic. Yeah, they're kind of iconic. They were my dad's and I stole them. <laughs> None of my mom's toys were saved from childhood. Anyways, let's finish the episode. Yeah, sorry about the hour-long rant at the beginning. Like, 45 minutes it's hour-long fine. rant it about was people fun. being stupid. It's fine. It was fun. Hopefully that person doesn't find us and uh, send us hate. Because I am a baby. I don't like being Oh, do you need me at? to handle the hate? I can do that. I feel nothing. I am very sensitive. I'm a baby when it comes to people yelling at me. I will cry. Also, I highly uh, doubt they would because we're an IDW, like, podcast, and they've they hated it. Shown. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not like, I don't think you're gonna really find the tags on the other. I don't even know if the post exists anymore, but it was just, like, a screenshot of a post I took, like, when the fuck did I take that screenshot? I took it all the way back in, like, March. Anyways, that's been the episode. Thank you for listening. You can find us on uh, Twitter eh, at aboacs underscore pod. You can find us on Tumblr at all because of a curly straw podcast. You can find us on Kofi at aboacs. You can find uh wait no i said that i wouldn't be mentioning my podcast until the first episode was coming out so i'm not saying anything um but yeah uh check out our uh uh our socials uh Please though i donate will to the ko-fi uh Please. it's kofi because it's like a pun on ko on coffee oh yeah coffee coffee yeah i forgot i'm sorry i'm very brain doesn't exist <laughs> anyway uh gain like media literacy and critical thinking skills please so you don't look as stupid as these guys do because they made themselves look pretty foolish and uh i think that by the time this comes out uh the episode will be out um 
So check out uh, Under the Electric Stars. Uh, that's a show where I'm a voice actor on. Season two is like wrapping up. Uh, I'm not going to say anything because uh, that'd be spoilers. But check it out if you like um, cyberpunk uh, and cyberpunk and LGBT um, themes. It's it, it'll be fun. Please check it out. Uh, my friend Eli works really hard on it. Uh, check it out, please. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Gain media literacy. Gain media literacy. Gain media literacy. Woo woo. I'm leaving that in. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>